hello there. Come in. Come in. You must be here for the full session. The big man at the paperback cabaret has a soft spot for would-be philosophers and books. Once a week, he lets us use a back corner for a little chat in between rehearsals and performances, of course. Man's got to make his money, you know. Head on back, doll. The gals are waiting for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Paperback Cabaret. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. I'm Lisa. And I'm Mary. And we are so excited because we purged last week. So this week, we are back on board with Ijoma Aluo's book, Mediocre, The Dangerous Legacy of White Male America. And this week is chapter five. I feel we can relate. It is hmm. Fire the Women, the Convenient Use and Abuse of Women in the Workplace. This was my very favorite chapter, and I think the fact that she used the word the convenient use and abuse is the most perfect word. Like, convenient is Oof. the most, like, the operative word there, but it's, like, the, like, perfect word for it, where it's, mm -hmm. like, it hits. it's only, yes, and it only is when it's convenient for men, and it's mm -hmm. only, like, certain times where it's, like, Yep. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like, no. I just saw that and I was like, that title alone is like, gold. yeah, perfect. Like encapsulates our whole thing. Mm -hmm. The whole thing we've talked about. Love it. She creates a framework for something that like mm -hmm. I deeply feel, but don't know how to describe too of yes. like yes. women and people of color being given an opportunity as soon as the ship is sinking and it, or it's like oh already sunk and she's like, okay, now here's your well, chance. Well, yep. I was thinking we had just talked about that from that TikTok. Remember we had talked about, um. Because the guy had, or maybe the girl, but I don't remember who it was. Someone had talked about on TikTok. Um, uh, here I am going back to like these genders, Mary, after we just <laughs> talked about this. I know. <laughs> Doing my femme cosplay. Um, gender no, performance. I, my gender performance as a woman. Yes. Sorry, that just really made me laugh. Um, but no, but remember we were talking about how basically it was that same idea of like, like those housework chores you know what I mean that mm -hmm. was taken now by like that's why they had house that's why they needed house servants or something like there's always going to be those low tasks that are too much for white men or that are too below white men to do mm -hmm. so we need the women to do it and the women don't want to do it so it's like we need the black people to do it and then it's like black men don't want to do it so it's like okay well we need black ladies to do it and mm -hmm. it's like at the end of the day those are the people getting the short end of the stick. Absolutely. And I feel like we really did just talk about this because there was that TikTok. I don't know. That just, I was like, wow. Yep. What are the odds? Yep. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, do you have a summary this week still? I do. Cool. I'm ready. Okay. Do we want to do music and then summary? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are laughing. Yeah. Is your summary? I'm laughing. No, I'm just laughing. There's, I think. There's like this communication for a group I'm in where um, uh, I thought I was signing up to attend something, but maybe somebody else thinks I signed up to present and I'm just like... Turns out you're hosting. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on here? Anyway, okay, sorry. Yes, yeah, summary. <laughs> do we want to do our songs first? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say we'll do songs first. And I also, because I, I always forget to mention this, so for anybody who doesn't, who doesn't listen all the way to the end, you really should. We take about like the last 15, maybe even 20 minutes or so of the episode for a purge, which can be good, can be bad, can be both, and it is worth listening to. So 
join us for the conversation on the book join us for the purge at the end i was I feel gonna say like also the purge episodes are kind of fun to just kind of listen along and get to know us a little better so. i agree yeah, yeah like, I don't want to hear them talk about a book because I didn't read the book. But yeah. you're like, hey. You want to know what makes us mad? What You just want to hear us talk? <laughs> Maybe it yeah. makes us happy. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to support some, some lovely ladies. Right? Please? I love it. Please? We're going <laughs> yeah. to get there. We are going to get there. We are going to get listen there. Once, we are going twice. to find a way to fund this project so everyone can quit their jobs. Yes, please. Just work together. That is the goal. Yes. That is the ultimate goal. Hey, also, I have to say, hello, Zayden. Zayden's watching. Oh, hello. that's so sweet. I love Hi, Zayden. Zayden. Hi, Zayden. Also, I'm sorry. <laughs> how, old, how, old, how old is Zayden? Too young. Too young. <laughs> I'd rather not say for, for the fact that it would definitely make me look like a bad aunt. <laughs> no such thing. No, no such eight. thing. Um, he's eight. Zayden has seen quite a bit for his age, so I don't feel like there you are some what? where I was like, maybe don't listen to this one, and probably don't listen to this one, and I was like. I sent him the one where I introduced myself. Just listen to our music. I was say, yeah, I feel like my kids yeah. overhear the discussions that well, we have. Well, I don't think like he Arthur's, even... Arthur's eight. Yes, yeah. that's and what I was gonna say. he overhears the stuff all the time. So. Well, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. An where open it's like conversation. Yes, we're also like yeah, open conversations good. Otherwise, yes, you just dump them into all. society at eighteen. And well, they that's have what no I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like at least we have like our I don't know a lot of what I I feel like a lot of what I even say about him ever is like I. I want him to feel comfortable. I want him to know that I always accept him no matter what. And those are, like, the fights I have with my dad about, you know what I mean, about gender. And that's why I have them, because I don't want you to ever feel like you're stuck in a box. You know what I mean? Like, be who you want to be. I love you, no matter what. You're my favorite guy. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I do kind of like, I like him listening. Also, I mean, I'd talk like this if he was here or not, so. (laughs) Yeah. All right. With that, should we do music? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. Who wants to start? Someone else go. I got to find my song quick. Um, uh, so, first of all, I'm starting. I've been listening to, <laughs> do it. Do I've been it. listening to your, Tracy, your 10th anniversary, uh, happy wedding anniversary, um, What playlist, like, mm-hmm. all week, and it is so wonderful. Oh, and thank you. next week, I'll probably choose a song from that to share. <laughs> but this week's song is from my Discover Weekly, and Ooh. it's by a band called, I don't know if I'm going to say this, if it's Leah Leah or L-I-A, L-I-A, who knows? Okay. It's like all ca- it's like all caps, Leah Leah. The song is called I'm she a Moth. I'm a moth. Yeah, like when it first came on, I'm like, oh yeah, this is catchy, this is fun, I'll heart the song. But then when I listen to the lyrics, nope, like no, there aren't no. really a whole lot of them. It is like very repetitive, but the lyrics are, I like the lyrics too. Oh, I love sometimes that. Sometimes that's, I was gonna say, sometimes that's like what you need. Yeah. Like yeah. Listen to it, yeah. give it a listen. It's like, oh, uh, there it is. It's like anthemic. Yeah. I love that. I'm a goth. I'm a moth. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I'm a moth. That's even more random, and I like that. I mean, you can cut me singing. I'm not going to. <laughs> I 
just put it into cue for Can for our listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, you're fine. Thank you. Okay, like, well, it's full enough. Go ahead, Mary. My go. my song of the week is from the new Boy Genius EP that just came out. It's so good. Okay. Um, Boy Genius is Lucy Dacus, Julian Baker, and Phoebe Bridgers. They like have a band together, and they. I love Phoebe Bridgers. It's sad. It's <laughs> it's very gay and very sad, but it's great. Um, uh, well, I mean, oh. that's, that's, that's that's pretty like much my into. brand. That's a little yeah. bit, I was gonna say, that's a little <laughs> bit on brand for me. So. Yeah. yeah, but the song is called Not Strong Enough. I've just been listening to Sorry, it. Sorry, Dad. It's so good. What is Not Strong Enough? Yeah, Not Strong Enough, yep. It's great. First one on there. Added to the queue. Yes. Loving it. Okay. Tori. Okay. My song this week, I don't know if I've picked this one before. I always pick Frank Ocean, so I feel like I'm like, I'm going to pick this already. But, I don't like the version with Kanye and Jay-Z. It's too much. Yeah, I do like too it, much. but it's not as good as the solo version. Oh, yeah. But I think Viking, um, <clears throat> Frank Ocean, it's the solo. Well, the I one, want a little bike tattoo, The one For me, too. It's Just so a good. little teeny tiny one. Solo. Yeah. What'd you say? I was going to say the one Mary? with Tyler, the creator. So good. Is that the original Wait. one? Uh, the Biking is, has Tyler, the creator, Jay-Z, yes, and Kanye, I think. Okay. But I just don't. I, that's not my favorite. Yeah. But mainly because I listened to solo first, the solo yeah. version first. Mm. Yeah. And the other one is good. I thought Kanye was on it. Maybe Kanye's not on it. Maybe I don't think so. But. I think it's just Jay Z and Tyler <laughs> the Creator. Okay, that I definitely made that. I like both. Uh, <laughs> both are great. Yeah. Well, I think I heard the other one first. So then hearing with other people, I was like, "Ew, what is this?" But so I absolutely like. I'm obsessed with Frank Ocean, obviously. But Viking <laughs> is like such a sweet song, and I think his own like the solo is just like. So, like, I don't know. And it's something about the song. It makes you feel like you're just, like, literally biking. Like, you just sit on a bike and mm. just, like, soar. I love biking. It's and so just, good. Like, oh, so but good. He, like, I think there's a couple lines in there that I love. And I kind of want to look up the lyrics. But it's, like, what does he have? It's, like, um, oh, God, I got to look the lyrics up. Um, <laughs> but it's just, like, there's so many, like, there's a couple, like, very poignant lyrics that I absolutely love. And I'm just, like, they're just, like, some that have, like, really, I think they've truly shaped me as a person, which is, like, probably maybe sad to say. Mm, Frank really? Ocean shaped me as a person. Frank oh, Ocean yeah. made me who I am today. But why not? Um, but he says, uh, "Let's see." I'm so sorry, guys. This is like so. You're okay. It's um, fine. Uh, uh, and then I just are can't you, read. Is she looking for a song? Okay, this isn't even the right one. This <laughs> oh, is no, not the solo Lisa. one. But I think there was like a. Uh, um, <clears throat> did we leave Lisa? Did we leave she Lisa? just joined again. Hi, welcome, welcome back. back. Hi, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but there's a line about like weddings, and it's just like thinking maybe a, a someone is not something to own, basically. Mm. And I think that one always like really hit me about weddings, but mainly just about marriage because it's like, oh. oh wow, I love that it's like a little more. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I feel like I resonate with so many lyrics. But that one was mm-hmm. one, and then there's um, I don't know. There's just all of it where it's like just the whole idea of like biking through just you're just you're just cycling through you know what i mean just making it through i don't know i used to listen to it it's just a beautiful song i feel like at this point i'm just rambling nonsensically because i couldn't even find a lyric tori we gotta watch we gotta watch insecure together because they use 
like Frank Ocean uh, in particular that song and that's just what is ingrained in my head it's just so good yeah, that's so stop cool. no and it's just like but it's the most like that song literally feels like a knife to like my stomach yes like my, that one, my I think I did American organs. Wedding too it's like wow yes okay but this song it literally just I think you it guys, just guts you and so many of the little lines just I live in a cage of fear. You guys are all talking about how wonderful it is to go biking. And I'm like, I've had like a couple of bad biking experiences. Mm. And I, yeah, I wish I could enjoy biking. Well, I think even. Scaredy cat. I know, I get that. I I think even. I haven't been on a bike in a couple of years. Well, like, I was going to say, I love it. this year I feel ready to get on a bike again. I'm really excited about it. I haven't been on a bike in years. I like to, I do I my cycles. I have the bike. I and I think it kind of, bike. for me, I think now, because I loved this song in like 2020 when I was going through like the worst breakup ever and it was Oof. so hard. Yep. And it was like, it was just so hard. And so this was like a really like, I feel like Frank Ocean was truly like my little comfort blanket that I was always Aww. listening to. Yeah. But you know what? I bet artists just love that though. Like, there's a reason why music yes. is made to resonate with you, and I think that that's just really beautiful. Oh my gosh! Anybody who's like, like, Tori, you've met my cousin Grace. You met G Baby. G Baby. Like, Frank Ocean. <laughs> I just followed her on Instagram. Frank Ocean is her favorite artist of all time. Like, mm. and she's. I think she's like, not to say that like you're so much younger than me because you're not, but like. Grace is your age, and, like, there's something about, like, he's so nostalgic, and, like, mm. obviously for me, too, it's just so good. It's very, like, coming-of-age music. Yeah. To listen Ooh, to yeah. in your well, and it's early very, 20s like, is just It's wonderful. early 20s, I think, yeah. yes. And I think this one, like, like, okay, so, like, it's some of the lines, it was just, like, God gave you what you can handle. First of all, I don't really believe in God, obviously. I don't, yeah. Frank, I don't think he's, like, obviously super churchy, but, yeah, but um... I, but it's, like, just that idea of, like, yeah, you can handle what's coming at you. And, like, I think for me it's more, like, coming back, like, doing my cycles now for, like, working out again. It, like, mm-hmm. I think when I cycle, sometimes I think about it and it, like, almost makes me cry every time. Because it's, like, I remember starting my first time I did a cycle and I was, like, I could not stay in beat to save my life. You know what I mean? It's, like, and I was so, like, I look at pictures of myself a year ago and it's, like, I was so small and I looked so, like, I was, like, nothing. I felt so weak and I felt mm-hmm. like I couldn't do it much. But it's, like. I was doing it, and I like every time I got through, like I go to my cycles now, and it's like I can do, I do my whole workouts, I can always stay in beat, which is like so stupid, but it's like so exciting for me because it's That's like an oh, I never could, yeah. And it's like I don't know, there's just something about like biking. I think that reminds me of just just that, like the freedom of like growing and being able to like oh. as it plays right now, but it's like being able to like, <laughs> connect with like your growth and understand, like I don't just being able to grow with your circumstances and not having to like always like shy away from them i don't know yeah love it beautiful song no, sorry i talked gorgeous. so long about frank oh, ocean in no. our book podcast honestly this Thank song you. deserves all the time this is one of my favorite yes. songs of all time i'm listening to cut it out half the I'm time list- of me just i'm listening to it randomly. right now too it's so good we are too yeah <laughs> yeah too. it's like i it's, just think frank ocean truly is like every mood i ever feel is always well, like oh there's a frank ocean song for that actually it's, it's <laughs> like unbelievably soul feeding sorry thank you for letting me Oh my gosh, you guys. Absolutely. Also, cycling. Dude, I have my stupid little Peloton, and it makes me feel so proud of myself when I like meet my goals and like do my little, my silly little workout. I'm just like, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I feel like work, it's like, it's so stupid because I feel like everyone's always like, working out will make you feel better. Like, you don't feel like so much better and like not depressed. But it is like something about working out. It is. And for me, this sounds so unhealthy and terrible, but like, I have problems. Obviously, I have like, um, problems with eating and like eating disordered like disordered eating and just not sure like I'm very bad about like making making sure I eat all the time 
but it was like working out i i knew i had to eat like it was like mm-hmm. i need all this protein like i can mm-hmm. i do it like mm-hmm. i loved it and i loved seeing myself get bigger and like like my butt was bigger and it's like i loved like i could see like the places where i was getting bigger and it's like i love that like, yeah. i can mm-hmm. see progress and it's like it took time obviously but it was like honestly it happened so quick because i was so small honestly but like Truly, it was, like, I went from eating nothing, basically, to, like, really eating and then, like, taking care of myself. But it's, like, it feels like a world of difference. And it's insane. I don't know. It's just hard to, like, explain. But, like, those little moments, like, taking those for yourself are just, like, so, like, valuable. And it's so, like, it's just so beautiful to be able to, like, especially for a workout where you can just go and, like, really release and come back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry. (coughs) Yes. No, that's okay. We just got, oh, Eleanor. Oh, Eleanor. How did you get down here? How did you get down you here? Um, okay, so I I had so many options for songs this week because I was like, I think Spotify is obsessed with me <laughs> and is like, here's the best music I could think of for you this week. What do you think? Do you like it? I'm like, yes, I do. So this week I actually like took like some of the things that I was listening to that kind of had almost that revolutionary kind of feel to it in particular things that felt empowering which led me to uh pussy riot do you guys know pussy riot oh fuck yeah i do fuck yes so uh make america great again listen to your women stop killing black children my song for the week yes. uh, and I hadn't heard it in a minute and I mean seriously if you get a chance and you haven't seen the music video watch the music video it is intense but when a group of female Russian singers get together and make a song calling out America's bullshit yeah. I feel like we should maybe listen yeah. like I think part of the chorus is let other people in, listen to your women, stop killing black children. And, like, when it first came up, like like I said, it's been a minute since I heard it. And I just, like, I just crumpled. Oh, nope, it's playing now. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I just crumpled up and cried. Like, Well, and the fact so that this accurate. is, like, something we're really, like, begging for. Begging for. And I mean, actually, it it really, it works really well into our chapter, especially with the whole listen to your women thing, because, oh my God, I'm just really kind of fed up. And I mean, seriously, Alua points out over and over again how a lot of the problems that women were put in the place to fix were there to fix it because white men had fucked shit up yeah so bring the women in to fix it so lisa you feeling ready for your summary i'm excited yes it's much shorter than last time i'm I'm just excited i'm excited (laughs) i'm so glad you're doing this thank you okay so chapter five is um what we're talking about today and the title of which is fire the women the convenient use and abuse of women in the workplace So, in another 35 enraging pages, Alua <laughs> lays out another solid case for just burning it all down and starting oh, over. Oh, no. That's basically my summary. Yes. Fuck yes! What a good summary! This <laughs> <laughs> is my drop, my drop, my drop. <laughs> Lisa, that's iconic. I love that. <laughs> 
I truly like more. that just kills me. <laughs> I love you. I love you. So okay, so I do have I have like two more favorites. Okay. So she starts with uh Alua uh, starts with a reminiscence of the nineteen eighty fantasy comedy <laughs> nine to five where a bunch of women gasp, demand and implement a better workplace. Then she plunges uh, plunges us into a dark tour of the history of U.S. women and work with stops to ponder the cause of the Great Depression, a reminder that between 1931 and 1934, uh, uh, one-third of Mexican-Americans were, quote, driven from the country against their will Mm. because white men, unable to fix the mess they have made of the economy, decided to take their frustration out on brown workers in a fit of xenophobia. 60% 60% of those repatriated were American-born. I mean, that's horrific. Horrific. Okay. End quote. Another look at disparity in the form of the GI Bill and lands us in the present with a discussion of of what is known as the glass cliff, which I didn't recognize before reading this as a thing, but oh yes, it's totally a thing. Same, same, yeah. same. And that is my summary. Yeah. I love that. But we could have stopped with like, burn it all down, because basically, oh my gosh. No, it's I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I did actually watch 9 to 5. Like, I got, like, most of the way through it. And it was just, like, I mean, the the implication early in the film where, like, Laura Lee, who was played by Dolly Parton. We all know what Dolly Parton looks like. Yeah. And now think about Dolly Parton in 1980 and what she looked like oh. and what other women automatically assumed about her because Mm -hmm. they knew that the boss was handsy and they didn't assume that she would do the best she could to fend him off. They just assumed that he's the boss she gave in. And so she gets this terrible reputation. How often does that happen in the workplace? Like still happens 40 fucking years later. That is something we are still facing in the workplace. And it's also... no daycare? It's, no daycare. How often do you get daycare? And I mean, Sorry, go ahead. No, you just love to see, too, that like a woman gets sexually harassed and then she gets blamed for it. Yeah, you know? right? Yeah. It's her fault because she looks a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. How unfair. But also, how there's, unfair. There's no right way to look, too, because that's a whole other part of it is like yeah. when we go into gender performance, like... People say that mm-hmm. shit about girls with, say, they like say doe eyed. If you have big eyes, if you're skinny, they say guys are into you. If they, you have a big butt, if you have big boobs, if you have blonde hair, like, like the, it, it's all, it, it doesn't matter. It literally, if you have an opening, matter. if you and have an opening, if you have an opening, you got an yeah. orifice. Oh, yeah. Literally. Oh, do you, do you have guys. a body? Like, literally. Do you have at least one hole? Apparently, it doesn't literally. even have to be living. Yes. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, exactly. it doesn't even have to be a person. It doesn't even have to be a person. Are you kidding me? Like, that's the thing. That's what's getting me. Like, that's what I think we're not getting as a society. Dude. Like, Thanks for the reminder, Lisa. Dude. <laughs> I, I shit you I not. I spent so much time. <laughs> like, like, 
growing up in the church, <laughs> I spent so much time like game. being worried that like no one uh, would ever find me attractive. It's like right. Oh, dude, right? dude, yes. it doesn't fucking matter. Like, a, yeah. you know, you're beautiful just because you fucking exist, and also right. you want these guys after you. No, you don't. Right. I no, I don't. You. I really don't. The older I, I get, really... the freer I feel, and I'm just like, fuck that shit. Yeah. You think but I yes. want to be with a man? <laughs> no. <laughs> My thing is always like, well, I think uh, it's crazy. Is like, you think I wouldn't, I wouldn't be if I wanted to be? Like, exactly. you think they're that hard to catch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I could go outside and catch four. Like, and there you know are what I mean? millions like, of you. Like, I they're, know. like, they're everywhere. And they're really, like, like, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, unwantedly. Like, unwantedly yeah. everywhere. Here's the thing. Like, my thing is, like, you know how often I'm, like, out and it's, like, I truly don't, like, I think I was talking to my friends at work where it's, like, the one guy I was saying he would, he is totally fine, like, to sit at a restaurant by himself. And I was, like, I can't, actually. People always want to talk to me, actually. Crazy enough, people always try to talk to me. And it's like, I, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm always up looking around or looking a little, like, I probably fried usually, so I'm always like, but, <laughs> just, just, I cannot keep admitting, I can't keep admitting doing all these stone fries. girl over there. I know, uh, literally. But I'm like, truly, it's like, I don't know, I'm always like just sitting there, but it's like, people will always come and talk to me, no matter what I'm doing. My mom always jokes that let's, she has a face like that too, where it's like, people just want to open up to us about their whole life. But it's like, the most, like, the most attention I get is from men that I don't want attention from. Talk to. Who yeah. I you know what? I, so I have this problem too. I've, and part of like, and part of me is really genuinely interested in all the interesting stories that I get to hear because of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, but no, I'm blessed. Blessed. I, think I get some I'm stories. Like, I feel <laughs> blessed for the people but, I've met. But really, what's at stake? Like, what's going on here is that I have got to figure out how to have better boundaries. Exactly. Well, it's exactly that. But I mean, also, I truly I've how to walk around with disrespectful like, little shits, though. They don't yeah. care about your, your boundaries. Yeah. They don't care about your boundaries. I was and just, I think for me, I've been talking to my sister about that. No, go ahead. No, I mean that was really it. My sister right now is going through a breakup, and I love her Aww. with my whole heart. Oh wait, she she's in the pits. She's straight up not having a good time about it, and that's what I've been telling her. She's like doing the Fuck thing where guy. she blames herself. Fuck that guy. I know that's how I feel too. He's not gonna hear this. <laughs> But yeah. like, I know, like, I'm like, give fuck, give uh, fuck he does, give fuck if he does. That's you. that's where she's at. Is she's like, me, don't be I mean to have, Anna. I know exactly. Right. God bless that's her. Right. God bless Anna. No, Was but it Anna, um, right? yeah, it's Anna. Anna. Anna? Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's her first. It's her first boyfriend. First boyfriend. I'm sorry. You can cut all this out if you don't want. Like, no, all these, yeah, like, no, I don't. I don't know if she so listens sweet. or not. But I mean, I think she'll be okay with it. Um, Hi, Anna. But sweet baby, we love you. Basically, if I haven't been on work, we've been on Facetime because she's just having yeah. a really, really well. And she's rough out there by her. Is she out there by, by herself, herself now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's been like blaming herself a lot and be like, I should have had better boundaries because he's kind of like walking all over her and he's making her feel small and like wasn't like prioritizing her needs or like taking care of her. And she's like, I should have told him he needed to. And Rachel and I have been like, dude, you should not have to tell him that. You shouldn't have no, to right? tell him not to walk all over you. Right. And not put you, not make you a priority and all no. those things. So he's and on my I shit mean, list. And it's, no, yeah. Fuck I, that guy. I think, and I think like a lot of this chapter actually kind of addresses how and why that happens. Yeah. It's just like the general idea 
it seems like of what women are just supposed to accept. Mm -hmm. And like I was I was reading a news article this week that said that a vast majority of Americans no longer believe in the quote unquote gendered uh, household division of labor and who works and who stays home with the kids. And I was like, I feel like that to me, it felt like lip service. Yeah. It didn't feel like I was like, okay, you say that, but will you really feel okay yeah. if you're the one at home doing all the, the things, things. all yeah. the things? Yeah. Like, I just don't see, like, I mean, I, I feel so, so, so lucky because I do have a partner where our division of labor is really, like, fair. Like, sometimes I feel, like, really, really spoiled because he just, like, I'm not going to go into how amazing Andrew is at the moment. <laughs> I love it. I, I just, I, I'm, I fucking love that guy. No. But I feel I feel like like you can say it, but what we have set up doesn't show it. Yeah. And like going back to like I just wanted I just wanna to touch on the the sexualizing and how like when nine to five was reviewed and like critics came out, one critic said of uh <laughs> of Dolly Parton's character, she hardly seems to exist as a sexual being in this movie. Because that's all she needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's Dolly Parton. Isn't this how we're supposed to see her? Isn't this the gaze that we are supposed to be given of her? Like, I had not sincere like Mary I think of you so 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 often whenever I'm watching something or listening to something and then I'm like oh my god that's so sexist that's so racist that's so misogynistic yeah. I cannot watch this again I cannot go through this right now and I feel like my eyes have just been like almost painfully in some ways just like flashed wide open yeah well, that's, like, yeah that's all like weird i feel like we talk about that so often in these episodes too where it's like once you see it you can't you like can't take the glasses it. off like it's like you can't unsee it i don't yeah. and it's so tough because it is like that story is so many people's where it's like mm -hmm. oh you could also just make it a little bit easier for women and then like we could all like work but you wouldn't want to do that because that would be just not even terribly inconvenient for you like Mm -hmm. I, like, that's the part that's crazy, where it's, like, you just don't want to, that idea of, like, having to be on the same level as someone who yeah. you think is below you. You just don't want to do that. And that's, like, that's insane. It's insane. Like, it's insane the ways Ridiculous. that we will, like, handicap ourselves mm -hmm. to just be, like, like, we, like, and the crazy part is, like, she's literally talking about this. I don't even, when she got to the part where she was, like, paying women to just stay at home. We have gone so far right. We're like making it to like, what is this? What the hell are you talking? Like, yeah, we, yeah, I guess I, yeah, do that actually. Like, yeah, I think women should just get stipends just yeah. in case they're getting beat up. Like, well, I, okay, yeah, I like that idea actually. Like, what did we talk? How did we make it here? Like, yes, okay. Oh my gosh. I don't even oh know. Gosh. Like, I, I was, my wheels were spinning out reading this chapter because, like, 
like all of it was coming flooding back from like my upbringing too of like these ideas of like every job a woman has when we're talking about the depression is taking away a job from a man and it's like okay Mm -hmm. let's read between the lines what is that saying it's saying that you know if you think about the conservative argument it's like women aren't strong enough they don't have the emotional integrity or whatever it is to have a job um Mm -hmm. which goes back to like purity culture and frailty and um Mm -hmm. what's the word i'm looking for chivalry or um like um i don't even know like what do you what what is it when it's like he opens doors for me and he like pulls my chair out like yeah, whatever it is, think, you know what I mean. I think chivalry, it's like yeah. that's that's a part of like the Victorian thing of like women can't hold their own. He's being a gentleman without. Yeah. Nice. Like, <laughs> oh my arm is too weak. Like it's like supposed to. <laughs> yes, like, Ashley. Sorry. Well, and of I feel course, like I've seen yeah. this on TikTok a lot actually though because it's like that like women wanting women who are needy but mm-hmm. only needy in a convenient way like yeah only can like only needy like i don't even know it was like a stupid clip from some show about i think maybe reba about the guy who was like and he was like well she was i don't even know. i really i watched this so barely so briefly guys but it was like <laughs> it was basically like she was like uh or he was saying like i they got divorced or whatever he was leaving or whatever when he had this other new girl and he was like well she really needs me like she can't even cook eggs where it's like i want a woman who's like like a toddler almost you know what I mean like I want someone who's completely like yeah who's dependent on me like who's like falls at my feet for everything I need basically like and it's one of those things where I think I I think I started to kind of get this with like certain guys that I like talk to certain guys I talk to one guy uh, uh, <laughs> just like certain this times, one. like where it's like that thing where it's like, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not asking you for help in this situation because I don't need your help in this situation. Like I don't yeah. necessarily need your help putting stuff together all the time. Like I love to fix stuff. I love doing that kind of thing. I love. A, I'm a builder. I yeah. don't need your help doing stuff like that. I know it would be really nice. I know it's super convenient if you help me. I don't want your help. I like doing that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. stay out of my way. Like, I'm just easier. It's stay easier for me to do stuff. Like, stay out of my way. No, but truly, like, my <laughs> family should. knows. Like, I love to put stuff together. And if I get like in a zone of doing something, like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I will get yep. so ir- I get so yep. irritable. Like, same. Do you like to put other people's stuff together? <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you need stuff together? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm gonna remember this. No, I'm so serious. I'm really good at Lisa's Legos. Really sly I'm really good at Legos. But it's also I can follow and sh- I can read a manual. Yeah, I know how to read a I manual. I can do that. Yeah, I'm gonna pull us back to the book. Yes, but I like before we jump in because I would I would like us to kind of like touch a little bit on each section because I really find it fascinating yes. the way that she like pulls historical moments throughout United States history because I mean of course like that's that's my candy okay. section. But there's, yeah. there's, I'm so sorry. There's one, there's one quote, and I feel like this just, the idea that women were not made for work is only true to the extent that men have ensured that work was not made for women. Yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I want to make sure this is the right. I love that. Snap. No, 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 no. I feel okay. that. Yeah. I'll wait. I have, I wanted to read my little part from my paper for the World War II section, just because I think I oh, cannot good. believe it. Just, good. But just because it's, it's my senior pe- paper I wrote for my p- political science degree. I was just telling Tracy, I'm like, keep talking so much, guys. I'm going to shut no. up. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But basically, I just, I had written this paper about why women should have to join the draft, to be drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was a little, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, because, like, what are the odds that would ever happen? But I wanted to write a paper that I would enjoy researching. So I wanted to be able to have history, and I wanted to have, like, 
I don't know. I honestly have no idea where to go with it. The fact that they gave us, like, anything to basically write about was, like, something yeah. about, it was, like, po- American policy or something, and I was, like, the fuck do you go with that? That's everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, it was kind of a weird thing where it's, like, why did I pick that weird hill to die on in my senior year of <laughs> college? No idea. I didn't even finish it, but this is my draft. But the inter- I just, but it was so funny because everyone kept asking me, like, why, why did you write this? Like, why would you think this would ever become relevant? And then it did become relevant because women can be drafted now. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. fuck off, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> brother, or, brother Downs. I'm, like, talking like I'm in church. Brother Downs, Brother Downs. <laughs> I was like, Pastor Downs. Andy, Andy Downs? No, uh, Professor you Downs. Dr. Downs. I know, he, um, no, he, he texted me, the, like, the article and was like, like, look, like, look, no way that like, you really wrote that paper. And I was like, you better give me an A plus in that freaking class. I didn't even finish the paper. I feel so bad. He's one of those people I feel like I let down so much in this, my, uh, You know what, career, I bet but... he'd let you wrap it up independent study if you got in touch with him. I think he would, because I, that's, that's just that whole Andy department. Downs. I love Andy Downs. Yeah. But yeah. I just think that was, like, the funniest thing. So I want to read that part when we get to the World War II part. But, go ahead, Great Depression. Great Depression. It was, I also think this was, like, this is so interesting because it hits on, like, so many of, like, those, like, survival mode kind of things Mm -hmm. that we do see so much in, like, our grandparents. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's funny because a lot of the stuff she says, it's like, oh, I see in my grandparents where they were, like, you save everything. Saving napkins, like have yeah. one napkin in your back yeah. pocket, keep yeah. reusing it all day. And you're you, like, what yeah. are we doing? You wash here? those aluminum yes. pie plates over yes. and over again. Aluminum foil, we're it. straightening it out, putting it back Fold in, it, putting putting it back it back in the drawer. drawer. Yeah, yep. keeping that shit. That frugality, like, it definitely like hits certain families in so many, ways. So many, uh, I can't believe it's not butter containers and cool whip containers in the fridge at all right? times. Right? Oh my like, God. Every, a couple McDonald's cups. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, one from like, one that somebody stole from Applebee's. It's oh, like a weird yeah. plastic container. It's like weird plasticky. One. Yeah, it's me. I stole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was me. I got sticky fingers. Um, keep so, talking. Keep talking. Great Depression. We, I think we even still, like, almost 100 years later, have, like, in some ways the... Like, the reverberations have, like, come down to us in some ways. And in some ways, it hasn't. Like, I feel like we've become a very, like, consumerist society. But that's beside the point. Because we're going to talk about women in the workplace (laughs) and how somehow, somehow, women became one of the main scapegoats for why men were not employed. And I would like to talk about that. Why... Ladies, why did they feel this way? Why did they feel this way? Why? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking. Okay, so the first thing I, I thought like, of, I'm um, smoke several this theories like here. Cigarette. Several <laughs> theories here. <laughs> well, let me get my let me get my book out. Yeah. Well, let's look at the time. Yeah, okay. we're at 52 minutes. So yeah. Okay. Go. Sorry. So I was thinking a lot about um like trans people in sports as I was Mm. reading this because like I feel like that is the the forefront right now like that's what's being attacked like LGBTQ everything but um in particular trans people um Mm -hmm. and so it's like this idea of like trans people in sports of like you know, trans women are taking away opportunities from straight women, even though, like, the margins, the idea of, like, how many trans men and women are in sports, like, the headlines that we see are, like, you know, 
one girl on a swim team or one guy running track and they're like this is ruining sports but it, like the i'm thinking about the margins are so small and this is a mm-hmm. group that's already marginalized and yes. like you're talking about people who are like if you have a a team of like 20 swimmers and 19 of them are cis and one of them is trans you mm-hmm. think that that 20th spot needs to be is taking away an opportunity from another cis person it's like that's how it is yeah you know i was mm-hmm. thinking about that i don't know if that makes sense in a cohesive way but no and like, i think that is like the perfect because that is like how we i feel like that's how we describe it a lot with like capitalism where it's like that need to be at the top instead of you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like in the workplace it's that exact it's that same thing you know what i mean where it's like competing to have that number one spot mm-hmm. i feel like you know like i i don't know i feel like that's what she was kind of even like describing how it's like five percent of women are CEOs. Yeah. Right. But even five percent. But even like it's like any any amount of progress that we make feels like an infringement upon yes. their entitlement. When I I want to find where it is, but she said it in this chapter. Like, um, any anything that's being taken from them, no matter how small, will feel like a violation of their rights because mm-hmm. they feel entitled to it as they always have mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this mm-hmm. world was built for them. So if they don't yes. get everything they were promised, they're going to freak mm-hmm. the fuck out and make it everyone's problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's the idea of, I just want to like, go live in, like, Wonder Woman land. Yeah. Yeah. I do, too. But it's the idea of, like, okay, like you were saying, it's, like, the workplace is, it, it doesn't work for, like, for, like, parenting hours for anyone mm-hmm. who has to take care of children. Um, and it's not like we have daycare, like, schedule, like, daycare Mm-mm. provided at work. It's not like anyone does. It's not like husbands are ever expected to, like, do anything with the kid during the day. Well, you know what and I mean? Most of the time. Like, it's it's, the, one it's of, your job. One of the statistics that she has in the chapter is that during the Great Depression, like, at the beginning of it, 24%... I'm sorry, 24.3% of all workers in the United States were women. At the end of the Depression, 25.1% of workers were women. And the thing was, is, like, women would take jobs that men would not take. Yes. Like, men would not bring themselves down to the level of house cleaning. Cleaning, yes. Or... Uh, what are what were the other examples that she had in here? Just like anything that was like like teaching too. It was like yeah, and then that's like single women. women's work. Yes. Women's work. Like oh my gosh, when there's a thing in here, because I mean, not only did women get blamed for men not having jobs, they then got restricted and laws were made to keep them from being able to work and. One of them that really got to me, because I actually... You had pointed that out <laughs> in the last book, didn't you? Well, I... I don't know. Um, about the teachers? <laughs> about teachers getting fired, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, at Northside High School, when I was doing research, I was shocked, because you could not be, be a married me. woman and still teach. And that actually was a law. Like, she brought it up that there were places that made it a law, that if you were married... You had to quit your job because supposedly if you were married, your husband was taking care of you and you didn't have to worry about actually needing to work. And that was not the case at all. Like, and as they were starting to come back with like programs, like employment opportunity programs, what was it? The the New Deal. So like when the New Deal starts coming through. The GI Bills. 
Well, and that's for World War II, I was gonna which say, we're going to jump yes. to here in just a second. But, but yeah, like no, with this one, like in a WPA household, which was like one of the work programs, Works Progress Administration, if you, you were only allowed to have one of those jobs per household, and it usually went to the husband, to yeah. the man. And this became something, of course, that still was more segregated by race. Yeah. Like, you weren't going to have these positions that were created created for black men either. Like, they were still more often than not. And there would be, like, like that segregated idea of colored work. So, like, you have women's work and then colored work, quote-unquote. Mm -hmm. And that, like, the North somehow tried to, like, kind of dodge that and be like, well, we just don't have that many colored people, so. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to worry about it as much. But the South came up with, like, of course, all kinds of crazy things. But, like, I think the idea of, like, I don't know, of, like, one person getting the money. My grandma used to tell us stories about, like, when my grandpa would come home, drink the whole check away, and she would have to, like, literally squirrel money away for their groceries and stuff. And, like, everyone in the house was always trying to steal their money. And, like, they lived in a house with older people because they didn't have their own. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, the idea of being a woman and having to then, like, you cannot, you have no support at a time when people are obviously going through a lot, so probably drinking more. My grandma, my grandpa was a really big alcoholic, and he yeah. was very abusive, and it's like, he tried to light my grandma on fire before. Like, it's like, the most, like, the insane things where you're just like, these were, this was the person, and you're like, and you had no job, you had to raise the kids, you had to do all this other stuff, you don't, like, you have no, and you have no supports. Like, you, the government's not helping mm -hmm. you, they're literally actively, like, like she said, actively putting laws against you yeah it's so it's so scary and i think it yeah speaking to that it's like obviously your grandma was in a very vulnerable position like it's not like she was yeah well not working. that that's everyone's position but she got married at like 16 and she was but, from a big family yeah but I'm, i just mean like being in a, a violent relationship where she doesn't have any money of her own like she's at yes. the whim of her husband you know yeah who's abusive and that's what it's designed to do is it makes you the property of your working husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's to take away all the, any trauma that you could be going through at home and just to be like, well, you got to trust this guy to make sure you're going to be all right. And, and like, I don't, that's what it got to me. That's what I was like, got to the point part where it was like, they even did like dance ideas of like paying women to stay home. I just thought that was the funniest thing where I was like, <laughs> yes, actually. Yes. That's, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. To like, support Let's women bring and, that back yeah yeah like actually yeah <laughs> if you're yeah. gonna have to stay home give them money yes yeah. compensate them very nicely i know so the seriously. thing the thing that kills me is like after after the great depression we stumble our way into world war ii where suddenly suddenly let me we need we need women to be working and the thing like this just this just killed me when they were talking about the fact that, like, the U.S. government was discussing the workforce that they needed that they would also then be able to fire when the men came home for their jobs. Like, they were already looking ahead to the return of soldiers and what would be done when they came back. And they were like, well, the women... We'll hire women 
will start creating propaganda. That was a part that people. killed me. Oh, the propaganda machine behind propaganda. it. Couldn't believe it. I could not believe that. And honestly, my whole paper was about like the military and like in, like integrating women into the military. And that's like the craziest part yep. is how like oh propaganda. my god, the bill of goods everyone was sold. Like people are just like in just like you should not do work. And now if you work, it's like you're a bad mom. And that's why we have this like tropes of like you're distracted and you can't mm-hmm. take care of your kids because you have to be working all day. And it's like, oh my God. And it was all a setup. And it was the all, it was the government the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, Lisa, yeah. I feel like this is like right up your alley. How did you feel about it? I know. Tell us some CIA um, secrets. <laughs> If you can. Well, if you have them. If you can. <laughs> well, this predates the CIA. That's true. That's that true. true. Good point. Yeah. Um, no, but reading it, I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, that's really what advertising is, is propaganda of one true. sort or another. Mm-hmm. And we are inundated with it all the time. Truth. All the time. I don't think most people have any idea of what they really think or believe. Yep. Yeah. Because it's just f- fed to us from every different angle all the time. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it's really hard to like shut those things off too because there's a societal pressure in some ways to stay connected to all of those things. Like we have access to all of those things, so we must use them and be connected on them. And that just feels heavy it feels heavy yeah. um yeah i mean i wasn't yeah. surprised to hear that really like reckon- reckoning with how like the world really works is just coming to terms with the fact that there are people out there that are just jerks yeah yep sitting around doing jerk you know, things doing jerk <laughs> things and we're just at their whim yeah yeah, yeah. I'm also like. I'm yeah. also um so. watching Succession right now. I'm working my way through that show, That's which is so good, and that has is a it? lot like it ties into this chapter so well. I was <gasps> listening, I, I was see that. listening to it like the um, I was listening to the audiobook as a refresher before we started recording. Um, and my sister was making dinner, and we were talking about it. I was like, "This is so applicable to Succession, like the fucking show about huh. like." They're like talking about like buying an election. I'm on I'm on season three. I, I'm not on the newest season yet, but um, you might have to just check cra- it out. It's so good. Oh my god, yeah. Tracy, you would love it. It's like very um irreverent humor, which I like. Um, it's, it's also kind of a drama. It's a drama. Kind of- it's a family. It's supposed to be like a play on like the Trumps, but also like Fox News. It's a conservative family who owns a media mm. company. Um, and they're just like. They have billions and billions of dollars, and their dad is a total jackass, and it's his four children fighting for, like, to take over his company. And there's Siobhan, who, she is, like, the liberal, um, she works in politics. She's, like, Ivanka Trump, kind of. Yeah, I did see. And then his sons, who are, like, more conservative, one of them is, like, a very loyal and has a drug problem. And, sorry, I'm not trying to make this, like, sidebar about succession. <laughs> <laughs> It felt very, it felt very relevant to this chapter of like, yeah, because I talked no, about I, advertising and yeah. like, like buying elections, yes, and things like that. And like and with this one, where the, it's where she she mentions that there's like this one particular magazine, which is like true story, yes. 
and like where they how, would pit one against the other. Yeah, and they were they were like like when they when they first started publishing, their stories were all about creating that gender role of women in the home and being the mother and like if they didn't like woe to them and sexual assaults in the workplace and like I'm a ruined woman like and now they were being approached and the government was like you need to lay off that yeah turn that off so we can get the women to want to come work no but like the way they didn't switch it right back and then and also (laughs) make it so that the managers (coughs) feel okay i'm sorry do you need some water no no, no. i'm okay I'm okay just... oh yeah but also we'll give you like the we'll still give you the horror tales and yes. so if you come yes. to work and get flirty or anything you're gonna be punished so you know you know and okay. like the sorry it was it was uh they created two new story types i loved this the selfless woman who would find satisfaction, joy, and love in working to help bring men home sooner, and the selfish woman who worked only for personal advancement and was met with the usual heartbreak, miscarriage, and assault. So one worked like a man and was punished for it, and the other behaved like the angel of the household and selflessly went for Bullshit. Bullshit. I hate that. I hate that. That Mm -hmm. is something that I still feel ingrained in me from being a kid with parents that were born in the fucking 40s and that was still the mentality you give up fucking everything for your family yeah yep and anything that you do outside of that is this this service that has nothing to do with you with what you want it's what you feel like you have to do yeah and that's yep. fucking horseshit Sorry, that's yep. how I feel. No, about I got that. No, no, okay. no I, Sorry. I kept like. No, that's like perfect. Go. I feel like mine. I was gonna tie back. I was just gonna go back to this paper because it ties more. Please. To like, but it ties more to like um, the kind of the black aspect. I think a little bit more. Oh, All right, I'm gonna try yes. to tie it back a little bit. I'm gonna try to connect a little bit. I'm gonna read sort of just little excerpts. So like in, th- in my introduction, um, I had just kind of started off kind of talking about a little brief history of the draft. Kind of it started in, after World War One. Woodrow Wilson did it because uh, they needed more troops, obviously. Um, and so they drafted men, whatever. Okay, Selective Service Act. I kind of started, although the draft has been has not been used since 1972, the issue of women in the draft and gender discrimination as a whole has been approached quite a bit in the years after. The end- issue of gender discrimination was brought up in 1976. This is so random. Okay, we're going to scroll down. Sorry, scroll guys. Down, Sorry, down. guys. You're fine. So I think at the end I kind of more wrapped it back to like, because I went through a, a lot of history stuff in this. It's like, I was kind of trying to, like, briefly, like, I was going to, like, what can I read from this? But it's so history-dense. Let yeah. me tell you. I'm obviously As a history major. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm obviously a history major and a political <laughs> science major. Um, They're so but Literally. They, and they go to well, so well together. Mm-hmm. But, so I think, the so for me, I think, when I was kind of coming to this, broaching this, it's like, First of all, we are low on troops. We need people in the army, like, mm-hmm. desperately. I don't know if you've looked, if you know anything about that. We, like, don't have a lot of people joining at all right now. Current problems with the draft, despite all this, despite the success of the all, whatever. They have, like, this volunteer force, whatever. But, like, we kind of need the draft at the end of the day if mm-hmm. we're going to have a war. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's just no freaking way we would have enough people like volunteered but the problem is like none of our people none of none of our age group is like fit basically yeah. I don't know how to explain it like none of us are fit for service though basically like mental health issues like obesity like the most random things <laughs> we are not qualified for service at all I, also, I kind of love that. I also want to like uh, pause another Twitter and 
another tweet I will reference every time. It said, I'll serve crack before I serve this country. And I was yes. like, yes. 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 Yep. I'll serve crack I before I wow. serve this country. Wow. Okay, but so it was like, so it's, so that's I think is so interesting. But the thing is, like, it took that to like for us to even include women. Like, it's like we need people and we're like, nope. Like still no. Nope. was so still no. Yes. And then yes. it finally got to a point where they were like, oh fuck. Exactly. You know what? 75 about 75% are unfit to serve was my statistic. Wow. Love. The 17 to 24 age group that would be drafted in. Yep. The three most common issues for potential recruits are failure to graduate high school, a criminal record, and physical fitness issues, <laughs> including obesity. America. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, that's just hilarious. And so, okay, but I kind of connected it back then to how, so like, she talked about this a little bit, kind mm-hmm. of how African Americans were disadvantaged from the mm. GI Bill, yeah. which I talk about a lot, kind of just in my day-to-day life, just because I think it is so relevant, because it's not that long ago, like, mm-hmm. it affected, like, our grandparents and stuff, like, yeah. that's the crazy part, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's why I'm not getting people to understand yeah. a lot of times, where I'm like, oh, these not, people... It is not Well, and the thing is, ago. the problem yep. is, black people were not able to receive the advantages that yep. white people did from like the from like the bills so like joining the military like they didn't get the like housing nope. help, like they didn't get the help getting a house afterwards those houses had to get sold to white people they needed yep. those suburbs they needed yep. so white so black people had to stay in apartments which is why they couldn't you know what i mean develop like a place okay so that's i'll i'll, I'll read it from here um Congress to, uh, I just started reading in the middle of a sentence. The benefits to serving the military have been quite apparent through the decades. Have they? That's that's heavy. That's heavy. Okay. Um, After service in the World War II, the men came back and were able to able to use the resources in their GI Bills to purchase homes, which set up their future for their families. On the other hand, many African-American families were not able to purchase homes due to racist policies related to homeownerships in the suburbs. This has caused a lot of negative consequences. Thinking of redlining, I'm talking about a lot of this stuff, like all of this included. This has caused a lot of negative consequences in the years following for Mm African-American community in relation to to their white counterparts who had homes that they owned to fall back on in unfortunate financial situations. Um, this shows how the military is able to set up a lifelong, uh, like lifelong kind of support for people a lot of times. Yeah. And um, like the people who serve in the military and the disadvantages that people had that weren't able to like claim those, you know what I mean? Those advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what I kind of connected back to that was like, Imagine then the benefits women would have in that same position if they had been drafted in and they could have those same supports at the end of, you know what I mean, had Mm -hmm. they, at that time of World War II, had we drafted in the women too, you know what I mean, just anyone we could, had we drafted in everyone we could, you know what I mean, in a certain age group or whatever, we could have, you know what I mean, it just would have, that's my whole point, I don't know. And I think my whole paper was a lot about just like how unreasonable, obviously, the like not drafting women Honestly, and, like, women being allowed into all service positions only happened in, like, I want to find, I think it was, like, 2016. I was going to say, it's not that long ago. (sighs) That's seven years ago. It was, like, not that long. I'm really going to find it, but it was not that long ago. You guys can keep talking. Our weak, weak little, frail little bodies can't do it anymore. No, 2013. 2013. Though more than 111,000 positions have been open to women in uniform since 2013 until this until this was announced, Carter said ten about ten percent of military positions, nearly two hundred and twenty thousand, had remained closed to women. 
And imagine, yeah. think about how many how many sexual assaults happen on, you know what I mean, military yeah. campuses and stuff. Like, that's my thing. Imagine, like, have we if we invited women into these spaces, mm-hmm. how much more comfortable women would feel in these spaces. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we don't do that because we don't want women in these spaces, and we just are not ready to kind of, like, deal with that as a country, I think. Yep. Well, and I think, I think one of the I'm things... I'm sorry I had to bring this whole, like... No, no that was so brilliant. Thank you for sharing. Because Thank you for listening, everyone. I'm sorry. Thank you. That was brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, don't I'm always like, so oh, smart. look, something irrelevant that I <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. you guys listening. So this actually, like, when uh, Alua is going through and she's talking about, like, the propaganda that's been created to, like, make people feel comfortable about women in the workplace, like, one of the statements was, they're going to make it harder for me to do it my way. Yes. So why are women not invited into these spaces? Because then you have to behave like a human being. Oh, yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. get to be the person who, like, I don't know, punches (coughs) walls, as we see in our next section of this. Because I, if you guys are ready for our time... Yeah, is kind of in that yep. direction. So women only as a last resort and then not really pushed off the glass cliff. Lisa, I'm so with yep. you. I hadn't ever heard of this before. And I was like, oh, my God. Like she gets to a second section where she says. Um, so she uses an example, Jill Abramson being. Uh, created as like editor in chief yeah. for what is it the yeah New for York the New York Times. Times and like how everyone's like hooray hooray New York Times you finally put a woman in charge of the paper you've had for a century and a half good job you but <laughs> what wasn't like really part of it was that there were problems she was being put here and then later on she was fired for behavior Mm -hmm. that when you come down to it, had it been applied to a man, would not have been a problem whatsoever. Um, But she says when she was publicly, and this is in regards to Jill Abramson, when she was publicly and abruptly fired just two years later, many of us realized that maybe she and the rest of us had been set up. And this just killed me. This just gutted me. And the examples that she gave in here of, like, women who had been put in charge of specific organizations when they were in a moment of crisis. Uh The Reddit one killed me. That was, I mean, I'm not surprised. Wait, can you, do you want to? Do you mind if I jump in and talk about that section? Because it's just fucking nuts. So I want to, it's Ellen Poe, P-A-O, I'm pretty sure. Um, I need to find, let's see here. Uh, 175, is that where we're at? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she becomes the CEO of Reddit. And when this happens... The subreddits kind of go crazy, and I don't, I'm not very familiar with Reddit. Do, do any of you use Reddit no. at all? No. That seems like the dregs of the internet, like scary. That's like how scary I feel. That's how, that's the connotation I have with it, too. It's like That seems like, feels like where I would find an incel, yeah. I have a couple subreddits that I'll look at. I like to look up. like, I don't. Yes, I think I was telling like someone. Just spend time there. No, yeah. the only reason I would ever look is sometimes I would Google stuff about my hamster. 
and then they would have answers because people have answers too. <laughs> or like little like specific beta mm-hmm. fish questions Highly that specific, people would be like, yeah. yes, like the most hyper. Or I would be like, what should I reply to this text? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's so, because my brain doesn't work. And we didn't have yeah, that then. She came into Reddit, and for people who don't know what Reddit is, it's just like a like it's a, a really vast discussion board with lots and lots of different topics and subreddits and whatnot. I don't really know it very well. I'm with you ladies. Andrew I would get uses bullied. it quite a bit. I would get bullied on I Reddit. mean, it's 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 a it's a rough place to be. I'm I am not a fan. It's a rough but place. She, I read it. I don't actually engage in yeah, it. Yeah, just, yeah, no. You know, like I yeah. go there I've, for some I've information and certain things, before, but I don't sure. like actually but see, this interact opened with the people. Website. This yeah. is why Ellen <laughs> Poe was was like brought in as the CEO is that like they needed to grow their numbers and they wanted it at an extremely aggressive rate. And she figured, you know, oh, weird, what if we made it more inclusive? Yeah. And we removed things from the platform that were just really offensive. Like, I don't even want to read these things out. They bother me so much. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. was like, we're not going to do this. And do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? They felt, so of course, like, the white men who visited the platform just to be able to bathe in their hatred of others were outraged. They consider themselves victimized, unfairly silenced. The closed subreddits were quickly replaced by ones with names like r slash Ellen Poe is a cunt. Yeah. Guys, what if we put a brown woman in charge? Yeah. Isn't that devastating? Yeah. Like, Guys, there's a brown woman in charge. Yeah. We're on fire. Yeah. That's what would happen. Yeah. We found out. Yeah. I know. I'm so sarcastic. But I truly, like, I I have to make a joke because I kind of want to cry about that. That's, like, truly so sad. Yeah. Why would that be? You poor thing. Why would that be? Like, I don't. I just, there's so many, like, and just. The I was idea... talking to my dad about that today, I'm where it's sorry. like, no, you're okay. It's just like the the consequences behind your words. The consequences behind your words. The consequences behind asking that kind of questions. The consequences behind thinking those kind of things. Consequences even be behind even like like that thought crossed your mind. Like, oh, that's yeah. weird. Which like, I mean, your thoughts are your your thoughts. You know, let them go. We let them fly. But yeah. it's like we all get those intrusive ones. You yeah. know, but like, yeah. but it's like there's to I, then I go was... to Reddit and type that out. I have never yeah. typed out a question like that. Yeah. In my life, about yeah. anyone, any race, yeah. I've never, in my whole yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Would never. It's pretty, it's pretty devastating. I was thinking um, about, like, corporate America and, like, the fact that majority of it is white men, and it's, like, it makes a lot of sense, right? So we have this social pressure that is looking to have corporate America look more like the people that it represents, right? Talking about queer people, women, of mm-hmm. people of color, you know, like, and everyone in between, like, mm-hmm. disabled people. We want fat people. We want everyone who represents the people that we are to represent us inside these big corporations, right? Yeah. And so what's happening is the only time that these white men are feeling comfortable enough to give up their positions of power is when, like, it's already bad and so they're like mm-hmm. well this is a really great instance for us to say and if it gets worse or stays the same we can say that's why we don't do that and that's why we hire the people we hire because 
you know, queer people, queer women, women, women of color aren't competent. They just well, can't I'm- handle the social uh the the roles that they're being expected to fill and it's mm-hmm. like yeah like we were talking about earlier like you said tracy the the quote from the book that it's like yeah because this position wasn't designed for me to succeed yes mm-hmm. well that's what i was gonna say like you were saying it's like what are the problems that women are not fitting into it's like that schedule it's like that mm-hmm. emotional like the emotional labor sometimes you know of being at this workplace the like you know there's different things but it's like those also could all be fixed in-house. You could just make it a better place to work. Mm-hmm, yeah. But we don't want to do that. Like, we don't want a good place to work. And the thing is, like, those connect back so much to, like, we're working so much and then we're, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, we're all in this little rat race of working. Yes. And then it's, like, you think about how many, like, men, like, men in particular, mm-hmm. will go home and just need those beers to go to sleep or just need that drink or just need that thing. And they're thing. so, like, depleted. Yes, and it's maybe not alcoholic. Or it is alcoholic, but it's maybe not like drunk every night, but it's like, I need that drink. Mm-hmm. I just need that escape, that something, that vice, that something to numb myself. But it's like, we are working in a place, we have this, why are we all working like this? Why is it okay mm-hmm. feeling like this? And why are we like, why do we accept that? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Like, And it's like that thing of men where it's like, no one cares about men's mental health, but it's like, no, men don't care about men's mental health. No, you don't give a fuck about your mental health. Like, it's the same thing like, when I was talking to my dad today where it's like he's going off about trans people and they're shoving it in everyone's face. And I was like, I mean, I don't really think there's any more gay people than there ever were, Dad. I would, I, I hate to tell you that. Mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of people in the closet back then. I think I think we can all, I think I can admit that there's some hot ladies out there. If you can't admit that there's any good looking guys, he was like, well, no, 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 no. Guys can't like switch both sides. Guys can't go back and forth. And I was like, but girls can? What do you mean? And he was like, well, I mean, I don't like girls. Do-. So no one can go back, go both ways. Like, say that, that like, what do you mean? Like, t- talk. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that, I don't know. It's just like, we could all make it a little easier for us all to be here. Mm-hmm. But that just seems so goddamn inconvenient to men. And it's like, you would have to put aside your pride. You would have to like, sit back and be like, maybe I'm not this big old macho man for well, five see, minutes. That's, yes. And that's what be, that would be it. That's your, that's what we're reconciling. Like, you know I what I mean? She brings up in the book, and I've read this in other places too, that the traits that are considered manly. Yes, we did this in the witches are too. Are not traits that are good for <laughs> team building. Yeah. For, which means that your corporate world is like fractured. But then when you put a woman or you put a person of color in a management position, often white men in the companies will back up because they feel like they are no longer represented in management. And they are threatened by this potential change when someone else comes in and makes the the decision to be more inclusive of the workplace, more accepting. Like, she mentions, oh my God, this just broke my heart. She mentioned Alua personally, how when she was breastfeeding and how she, when she had to pump, she had to do it in like a closet, like the, mm-hmm. like the janitor's closet. After having no- her baby four weeks, she, it was exactly. four weeks after giving birth. I had six weeks, six weeks for Aiden. Is and so I had to go back to work. Oh, six nice. weeks. He was tiny. Oh my gosh, that's my oh. alarm. I'm so sorry. No, and it's like. Just like, the, why do we do the that? Chimes of nine. Why do we do that? It's the chimes of nine. <laughs> You're right. But no, truly, and it's like. But, like, you're, I, we did it in the witch's book, too, where it's, like, those... And all those, like, manly qualities are not qualities of, like... 
successful places. Of empathy or of anything. Yeah. Like, and it's also like how many men get into groups and are then like throw tantrums and then ruin a group. You know what I mean? Ruin yeah. the group setting. Or like yeah. how many men are like, I don't know, or just how many men make someone uncomfortable because they are trying to flirt with you or something in a, a work situation. And you're like, I'm at work. Like, don't, yeah. don't call me hot. I'm at work. I'm working. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, that's really mad wild. But, like, Fucking I'm, assholes. like, totally. but it's really, like, the idea of, like, you don't respect yourself. Like, and that's why, mm-hmm. but the thing is, and I think, I guess, I think this just hit me right now, but it's, like, that is why you were okay with someone like Trump being elected. Yes. Who yeah. also had no respect for anyone, who would yeah. just say yeah. anything, because you don't care about someone being presidential. Like, you don't yeah. care about cordiality in any setting, at any point. You don't yeah. care, and that's fine. Say that, but, like, that is what it is. Like, you don't yeah. want that, you don't want those cordial. Like, you know what I mean? And it's so much, because I feel like we always go... I miss the days of, like, when people could get along in politics and we could have debates and it wasn't, like, I was mm. racist automatically if I said this. And it's, like, okay. What are you saying? Okay. Like, what are you yeah. trying to say? Okay. Like, so, to pause, sir. Are you a racist? <laughs> like, what do you, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, so let's, <laughs> let's go back to that. Like, I, like that. I don't know. I just think that, like, I, my dad always says stuff, too, where I'm just, like, that... The patriarchy is fucking you, buddy, and you're yes. not seeing it. You're bending over, sir. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm like, actually really glad that you said that because I feel like that is actually the other subtitle that Alua could have gone with is the patriarch is fucking you, buddy. Yeah. Like, this yeah. isn't this isn't just about, like, what you and I could get from this. This is what we could all get from this. Lisa? Like, yep. yes. It is the dangerous legacy of white male America, but this is what it's doing to all of us. Like, we are yeah. in this competitive me before you instead of us together, and it is by design. It's by design. That's what I was going to say. Works according to design. I come back yeah. to that all the time in this book, all the time. And I in know. other books that I read, I've been writing it in, like, other things where I'm like, oh, my God, according to design, right there. Yep. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. So I feel like with Art. our time being what it is, are we wrapped up? For are now? we ready? Are you? Do you ladies feel ready for purge? I feel really good. I did love that purge chapter. moments. It was really good. My it favorite was chapter. Really good. Yeah. I I feel like it. Like Lisa, been that girl. What's your purge? Yeah. Oh, I gotta sneeze. Somebody. <laughs> I, don't know why I picked you right away. Sorry. <laughs> that is your purge, and then Mary's coughing. I know. Do you have one? Um. I do, actually. So, uh, I know this will come out, like, next week, but this past week, surprise, surprise, there was another shooting in the United States of America where children and people were killed. <clears throat> and the thing that really killed me, I'm actually going to pull this up on, on my phone because I want to get this right because it made me... Weren't they nine? So Weren't they nine-year-olds? Angry. They were. Like they were all or something? very young. They were a little. The thing yeah. is, we still aren't seeing any movement in gun control laws. Just nothing. Nothing. You know, you know what I have nothing. seen? Nothing. You know what I have seen? Tucker Carlson talking about how trans what? people are attacking the church now. Yes, yeah, okay. And that's what the agenda is okay. now, to attack the church. So I did see that, and I saw someone reposted it, like, unironically, and then I had to <laughs> immediately block them, because I was like, what lunacy is this? 
What uh, possesses a person? Well, like, somebody wants the Nashville shooting investigated as a hate crime against Christians. Uh, I mean, like, there's a way to spin it. I hate it. Oh my god. I okay, hate it yeah. here. So, so there was there was a an interview done for it's GOP Senator uh, Mike Rounds from South Dakota, and he told. He told the reporter, I think the things that have already been done have gone about as far as we're going to with gun control. And why is that? Finish. Play that out. Yeah. So from a senator, he, he goes on to say, there isn't anybody here in Congress that if they could find the right approach, wouldn't try to do something because they feel that pain. And yet, when we start talking about bans or challenging on the Second Amendment, I think the things that have already been done have gone about as far as we're going to with gun control. Oh. And I'm, I'm like, but what about all the things you guys felt free to do to the Fourth Amendment? What about all of the ways that you've managed to go through and bend other amendments to your will? Because it's up to the interpretation of the judicial system to yep. decide what directions those take. Because they don't so care. Guess about who's the packing law, the judicial system? Exactly. Like that's just by it. Design. It's like this like, is seriously so by design. fucking by design. It is so goddamn painful. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you don't care. Why don't you care? Why don't you care? What benefit do you get from this? They're getting money. What do they say? Money. Thoughts it's and money. prayers. Also, Thoughts and prayers are not enough. And I think the other thing... It's money, it's re-election, it's it's, all just fucking corrupt. It's Machiavellian. It's like succession. If you live in a society that is ruled by fear... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Medici's, come on. Centuries. Yeah, that's centuries. But my thing is, like, it's like the joke of, like, oh, my God, but look at Chicago. They all are still shooting at each other. And it's like, yeah, where are they getting the guns from? Mm -hmm. Tell me right now. Tell me right now, quickly, where they're getting the guns, because they're not getting them from Chicago. Yeah. They gotta, so they're getting them from is, Indiana. They're getting them from everywhere else. Okay, sorry. There's, there's so much about gun control in the United States of America that is truly terrifying. And I have zero qualms feeling as though it is safe to say we live in a terrorist country at this point. Yeah. We live yeah. at the whim of people who are upset about something. Yeah. And feel like the accurate response about is something. To take is yeah, perfect. I mean, seriously, it's like perfect. Yeah. Anything, like, anything, who are you mad at? Anything. What are you yeah. mad about? Just yeah. something, whatever. Pick and something here, every day. The goddamn Skittles yeah. or the M and M's or whatever the hell they were talking about. Like, I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. Fucking but yes. weird. It's just like fucking weird. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's fucking wild. weird. It's like, oh god. It's like I always. I'm always like telling my sister where it's like, you love Jesus so much. Why is God so concerned with people fucking? And why yeah. does he not care about the kids dying? Why does he yeah. not care about the people getting shot? Why right. does he not care about your God fucking sucks? He's a loser that, and I won't do it. I can't serve him. I need him to really apologize I to me about a lot before we even can talk. Because okay. those same GOP senators are the ones who are fighting so hard Abortion. to make sure that babies mm-hmm. are born alive. So this is this is just straight up hypocrisy. One one is valuable and the other one is not. I just 
your your logic is flawed. Things have to change. Maybe so. there is no logic, and it's just another thing to keep people fighting about. I That's mean, exactly that what it is. is. That's exactly what it is. That's what I want to tell my dad every time. Like, you did you not see those, like, Fox News people's, like, texts get released? And it's oh, just, like, yeah. they don't yeah. even believe this shit. They don't even believe this shit they're telling you. Yeah. They literally are just yeah. saying this shit. So you have something to be mad about. Like, they want to so keep you mad at each other. Acting. So we're not it's mad acting. at the people with the money. We don't care. Like, they're just really, exactly, they're good actors. Like, we don't actually care about this shit. Like, we yep. are not worried about people. We don't care about people's rights. Like, we don't. These people don't care about their own shit. They're just talking. Sorry. I've been feeling really angry. So my purge dovetails into that. Yay. Love it. um, The shooting was really up there for me. I mean, again. Again. Wait, pause. Pause. What did you just say? The shooting was like, I mean, that was. It's just um, enraging. Yeah. It's just enraging. It like, is. Like, what, what, why do we have elected officials if they won't fucking find solutions? Every day, closer yeah. and closer to pitchforks. It's scary. Yeah, right. I mean. <laughs> it's scary. The number one should cause of our, death for children tattoo? in the United States is right. firearms. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary, guys. It's really scary. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What did they say? It was like 89 shootings, and there's only been like 86 days of school or something. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like the number? I mean, it was over 1,000 before January was even over this year. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. It's, yeah, it's heavy, and it's, it's it's just so frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) I Nobody's gonna fix it. Nobody's gonna fix it. I I ordered a book. I ordered another book because that's that's my solution to everything. Is just learn as much as I can about yeah. it. Me too. So Me too. I'll let you guys say, know how it is when it comes in. This one's my purge. I guess Ooh. I'll do mine. My Are mom, you good, Lisa? Did you have anything? Yes. Yeah, so Are you done? Are you still going? Oh well. Going, no, the, so the only other thing that's kind of related no, is that I'm so sorry. Play, like I'm playing this totally mindless game. What is it? I'm not even gonna tell you because nobody should be playing it. <laughs> It is just, it is just a compulsive. I love mindless fun. Mind. I know. Look at it's you. Like you. It's like popping bubbles, Ooh. right? Ooh. Popping Rosa bubbles, Ooh. and it it's like there are haptics involved, so it's like very ASMR. Is it like that, sensory? Right? Yeah, yeah. ASMR. Yeah, right. It, it's like oh, but you, it is definitely at its core a shooting game. Ah. I am sh- popping those bubbles. And the thing is, like, when you get to the top of it, it's not like, oh, you've achieved, like, the cosmos. Like, you've done all. It's, no, it says, all clear. <laughs> all clear. <laughs> and I'm just like, maybe it really is the video games. Like, everything old is new again. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This is, a really, this is a really niche, like, Maybe you guys will get this, but Leo reference, I feel like, for sure. But I remember when we first got our iPads, um, like on, um, we got our little iPads at school, like eighth grade or something, seventh grade. I don't even mm-hmm. remember, eighth grade, I think. And we, it was my eighth grade year. And so I remember I was like, we used to play this game and you could just like pop the bubbles around you. So that's all I can think about uh-huh. when you said that. That's what I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so clear. funny when you we said that was Le- so it's cool, a Leo though. thing. I was like, oh yeah, like not the same. I, 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 I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I'll get this. I'll get this for sure. Yeah, I'm a Leo. Lisa, you're a Leo too. It's my high school. Yeah. What is it? I'm a Leo. My favorite local jokes get local shows. Local jokes. 
Leo's are toast. It's the best. Leo's oh, yeah. Yeah. Laurel too. Laurel's also yeah. a Leo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Leo yep. women. Let's be very specific. <laughs> Let's be very specific. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Okay. What's your okay. Okay. So that kind of dovetails me into mine. Like I said. So I got these books. Um, one I picked for myself. It's called How to Make the World a Better Place. Um, uh-huh. It's a guide to doing good. So oh, over 100 nice. quick and easy actions, how you can affect positive social change. So I kind of, we can probably go through it together a little bit. We could probably read oh. a little bit once we're done on the pod. Yeah, we should I share one like every week. Say, that's what I was going to say. I think we should do that. Should we get yeah. um, After everyone's oh, like, afterwards, afterwards we'll find one to do next horrible. week or something. But like, oh, I'll look for yeah. one next week. But we'll find I them. We'll read it. one after because I think they're fun. And then I was going to say, I was telling my mom um, just how I was... Um, I'm going to cry. She's so cute. But, um, so I was just telling her kind of how I, um, was probably working on, like, self-confidence issues, whatever. And I was like, I think I just second-guess myself too much, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She thinks I'm amazing all the time. I love her so much. Um, but she's, like, ordered me these books. And they're, like, badass lady. But they're, like, really cute. And they're just, like, all these, like, little, like, self-help things. It's just, like, this Is it Sark? Yeah. She yeah. just found her, cool. like, she just found her, and she just thought Aww. it was the coolest thing, and she was like, I just think you would love it, like, I just thought you saw it of you, and she just ordered them and sent them to me. Aww. I just thought that was so sweet, it's because nice. it's so sweet. Just the kindest little thing. And I just, Aww. I love my mom. I love the way she, like, loves me. I love the way she shows her love to me. I love that, I love our relationship that we have. Like, I love that we are so open with each other now. I love her more than anything else in this world. <laughs> um, but, so the one was, like, self-confidence stuff, and this one's, like, healing. But it's just, just really sweet. I, I just thought that was a really kind thing for It says healing for the splendidly imperfect. She thinks I'm like amazing. And it's like, I... I love oh. that. That's so oh. beautiful. You are amazing. Oh, yes. Your mom's I'm not wrong. I'm always like crushed under like her love. I feel like I'm like, I'm not as good as you think I am. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, I love her so much. Anyways, all I have to say, these are my books. That was my nice perch. It wasn't a bad perch. Mm. It was a good perch. Um, I, I was going to think of something else. Um, mm-hmm. I got to go to, I don't know. That's just stories. Keep going. <laughs> Next person. Oh, oh Tori, uh, I love you with my whole heart. I love you so much. Thank you. Actually, I will give one more little shout out. I guess it's to my, I have good things, I guess, this weekend. Um, but I went to my friend Daisy, her son's first birthday party this weekend. Oh, that's but they, so sweet. Um, yeah. I was nervous to take Saint because Cammy had said he was like not good at birthday parties and like he was going to be a mess during gifts because he always like wants stuff. And she's like, you should have picked something up before you guys went so we could have something to play with. Like, otherwise he's going to be crazy. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then she was like, during cake, don't let him see the cake before it gets out because he's going to want the cake. Like, oh my gosh. So then he'd like fallen asleep on the way. So I was like really nervous. We get there. He literally is like sleeping half the time. And I kind of get him awake and he's like not feeling anybody. But he's like such a little trooper and we can usually talk each other. I feel like we're like the best little pair and he can, I can usually talk him into stuff. And so I got him to like kind of calm down. He, I have a little picture of him. He's just sitting there and he just he's sat on the little chair and he had his lettuce like shredded lettuce from like tacos and like little Aww. little tomatoes from tacos diced tomatoes but it's just yeah. the cutest thing and a couple doritos and it was just like the small like the little like the funniest little plate but he's just like the sweetest little guy and he did such a good job and like everyone was so sweet to him like i don't know why i was like ever nervous that they were gonna be like pushing kids down like i don't know but there was a ton of kids and it was just really sweet like the environment i loved having an environment where it was like everyone taking care of everyone's kids but in a yeah. very gentle way not like yeah. in like a like i feel like sometimes Oh, not yeah. my family, but I feel like um, my, sometimes I think 
I see Saint around other people and I'm like, why are you talking to him like that? Like, don't be rude to him. I'm like, don't, or like, don't like patronize him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Be nice to him. But it's like, they were being, everyone was being so sweet. And like, even during gifts, he literally like, I had to like, I didn't have to, but I was like writing down all like the names and like the gifts, whatever. Sit right behind them. Like while they're opening gifts. And Saint just sat right next to him. Like, there's a picture of him. He's, like, literally Aww. facing the other way. He's just playing with a little, like, toy. Like, he's just, like, oh, literally, sweet. like, the sweetest little guy. Like, I'm just always, like, who was the yeah. kid you're talking about, guys? Like, we get along yeah. really well. But, anyway, yeah. all that to say, I love my Sainters, and I love my mom. Yeah. That's oh, great. I also, that. I love my Zayden. I think it's so sweet that he said he wanted to listen and give us the, <laughs> give us the download. He said he was going to ask to his playlist, so. Aww. So he can Aww, listen. I love, my little, I love my little boys. They're so, like. They're like the kindest little guys. I do. I like. I said. I just always want them to know. I feel like I love them. I accept them. For Maybe I should tell my nephews to listen to this podcast. Maybe you I know. should. Maybe you Maybe. should. Maybe. Maybe. All if right. you don't fast forward <laughs> through everything I say. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mary. No Wait, what? Mary. Fast forward through everything mm. I say. No. Mm. Well, okay. I have a good and a bad. Okay. So my bad is I've been sick for the past two weeks, and it's just mm. like. I've been I've been sick. I got COVID in um, last August, mm-hmm. and basically ever since then I've been sick once a month. Like, I don't know if it's like lingering oh, COVID, God. but I've just been like getting yeah. all kinds of colds that like I've never been sick this much my entire life. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and usually they just last for like a few days, like four or five days. Um, but this one has been hanging on for two weeks, and like. Yes. in particular Ooh. the past five days have just been like groundhog day like it hasn't gotten better uh, it's got hasn't gotten worse but it's just like it's just cold lingering. i'm coughing up so much mucus it's disgusting <laughs> just you like poor thing. coughing sneezing Ugh. like wheezing it's just like not fun anyway yeah so and sorry it, i'm just tired of being sick god like, yeah you know, I keep getting in a groove with like exercise and like cooking and like and then you get cleaning. knocked off your feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm just down. sick and yep. I'm having a really hard time keeping a schedule. Oh, Mary. Well, as I, I say, feel. I feel like whenever I'm like I working know, my I, body I a lot, feel. but I if feel. I'm ever doing too much, I always get sick. Like I get that. That's like intense. And I mean, I prioritize my sleep. Like oh, I prioritize. Eight I know. To Ten hours do. every night. <laughs> That's like, amazing. Really, we've talked about that. That's but, like, amazing. This is me. Like I'm not drinking. Like this is my 71st day without a drink. Woohoo! I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I've been yeah. Not that you like need that, but like so drinking proud. tea. No, thank you. I'm really proud of myself too. You know, yeah. I swear. After I got COVID, I was sick like every. It was like every four to six weeks. Yeah, it's for really, months. It's really horrible. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm hanging in there, and I'm being. No one's gentler to themselves than I am. So good, good. Um, I'm being. That always you inspires you me. Literally all the like the gentleness. Truly, I'm like Mary yeah. would take this opportunity to be gentle to herself. I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. it. I'm gonna do yeah. it. I'm gonna nap. I'm gonna lay in the sunshine. <laughs> Well, my, I'm always like, yeah, I'm always like, I can respect my boundary and I can respect this because Mary would do this. So I know, right? Would approach it. She would come with <laughs> dignity and she would come like, she wouldn't have to be like mean. She would not be cruel about it. She would just come with grace. I truly do respect you so much. I think you're amazing. Oh, I think you are too. I just oh, think you're like perfect, truly. I'm always like, oh, Mary, <laughs> that little angel, that little angel in the sky, Mary. Um, 
Honestly, all three of you, but truly, like, I feel like I talk about Mary way too much, and I'm just like, oh, Mary, she lives in Indy? Like, you're my, like, love. I think love. you should. I but, think like, you should. But truly, like, she's, like, my, like, distant lover. Like, mm, no, Mary. I know. I know. I, I write her about you guys. I call you guys my girl gang. I'm like, yeah, my girl oh, gang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, girl. Okay. My my good purge. I always is... want to be part of the pink ladies. Maybe we could get. Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be so sorry. Jackets. Yeah, get matching jackets. We were gonna do derby. We were gonna be derby girls. Right? <laughs> I wanna do that. That'd be have so we just talked about that? Did we talk about that in our French group once? I have. Lisa, some, yeah. I have derby. looked at. So I have fun. looked at roller skates. Uh, yeah, uh, Laurel said she did too. Did that Laurel's yeah. dream too? Joe would do Didn't it. Like DJ. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And not get run into on roller skates. I get, I get oh, beat up yeah. so bad. All right, Mary. What's your, good, what's your good? What's your good one for the week? I want to know. My good one is that I've been having a really good time with the kids I nanny for. They've been extra cute, oh. and I've been sick. And that's I, how I feel about Saint. Yeah. Because no, they were sick, and that's where I got it from. <laughs> God love them. God love those little guys. But like, I was taking care of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was taking care of them when they were in the the throes of it, but I feel like I feel like now we're we've just been like hitting it off really well and having a lot of fun and like I that's my favorite that. part about being a nanny is when you like get in a groove with your little kids and it's just like like <laughs> we have so many like Adina has been she found like a joke that she really liked Aww. and she's been she's been saying what's a what's a kangaroo's favorite game hopscotch like she'll just like come into the kitchen <laughs> when I'm making lunch and like say that and I'm like that's a you, you can't stop saying that you're like it's just golden that that is true that is yeah true. That is <laughs> got it. Got there it is still accurate and then, still accurate my all-time favorite one is she's been saying what's green in Spanish and I'll say verde and then she'll say bear day I'm scared of bears oh and she'll run out of <laughs> Like, she's just such a ham. Like, we've just been doing a bit. How old is she? <laughs> she's three. That's so cute. Say it's like two. It's like the literally, like, my, I, I don't want to say my favorite age, but it's like such a funny age. Like, I cannot describe it. It's like, he just, we just have the best moments sometimes. And like, I think it's funny because like people be like, my sister, like I said, they're always like, He's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I, like, hear them with him, and I'm like, that's because I don't talk to him like that. That's because we – Yeah. That's because I, I, like, I'll sit there and talk to him. Like, that, like yeah. the crazy thing is, like, I'm, like, we literally, like, I'll go – we went to, like, the, the – we went to the birthday party. Half the time I'm literally just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, is it pretty good? Yeah. All right, pretty cool. Like, he's two, but he's just – he'll sit there and chit-chat with you. Half are, you having, are you having fun? Do you like yeah. your snacks? You can piece it together. He says, good chips. He always says, good chips, good lettuce. <laughs> good salad. Good salad. He calls it salad. Good salad. Yeah. Good salad. But he's just like, yeah, I'm like, you got to just work with him. And he works with you. I All love right. it. Like, no, this, I love that. Is this our, our purge, ladies, guys? I might have to, I might have to, ki- I might have to kick yeah, it. Yeah, I Rachel have to. Yeah. I have to watch Succession, like, yesterday, so. You go watch that. I'm going to wrap up here, too, because it's, like, hitting way, like, that pumpkin hour it's for time, me. Yeah. So, yep. I'm going to nibble on some lavender shortbread and see how it turned out and then yeah i may also yeah. nibble on lavender shortbread yeah. and see how it turned out um, oh my I'm gosh it, i'm making it for the anniversary party i may oh. also touch lavender you shortbread. you will have yeah. some yes yeah 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 I, it's gonna I be love like you guys so much love you too thank, thank you ladies always i love Hope you feel better yeah no kidding and mary i'm so sorry <coughs> i'm hoping that it'll be done i'm hoping it's almost over yeah. I love that little fake cough you added in right there. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just so sick lately. They're like, yeah, I hope you feel better. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm so sick. A chew.